listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 15 on Ed Reach. Will you Wii U? Will you Wii U? Will you Wii U? This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, June 11th, 2011. Ed Gamer is part of the EdReach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. Will you Wii U? I mean, a big voice. <laughs> that was good. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We'll give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. And, Jerry, give us a little bit about yourself. My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual art teacher at Schaumburg High School in Schaumburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth-grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. How you doing, Jerry? Uh, I'm excellent. Yourself? Good. You're still in school, aren't you? Well, no, sort of. I've just finished today. Today was the last day. Today was the last day. Woo! A couple finals in the morning, and then uh, and then we were out, so... You know, it sounds bad. <laughs> We're sitting here cheering. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. We, we don't have the kids. You know, it's it's those teachers out there. You, you understand where we're coming from. I love the kids. Just we all need a little break. Yeah. And I'm, I'm already having uh, some fun with my kids at home. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, you know, I just need a break from kids for it. No, I love, <laughs> I love my kids at home, too. Don't anybody get anything wrong. Don't any nasty emails. Um, so it's, yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. We've been uh, it, I've been keeping busy. We've been s- swimming local pool. Nice. And uh, nice. doing some other things. Getting ready. I'm teaching next week. Oh, all right. And uh, so a lot of fun there. A lot of fun technology stuff. So, does your middle school have like summer school? Do they do summer school. Uh, there's summer school within the district. Okay, I didn't uh, know middle schools did that as well. Yeah, we used to host. Uh, at, at our middle school, we used to host the, uh, the summer school, and that was tough because custodians need to come through and clean, and they couldn't because <laughs> because there was summer school there. Yeah. So made it quite difficult. So you still – your last official day was today, but you have stuff next week? Yes. I am responsible for the school yearbook, and we, unlike some yearbooks, we give ours out at the start of next year so that it okay. includes the whole last year. So we work right. pretty much – through the summer, so so you get everything in there. Yep, everything all in one. We uh, it was one of those things. We get our yearbook, and I think I think we added like a supplemental. Yeah, really depends on the school. You know, there's, I mean, if you do that, you have a really hard deadline in spring. You know, like sometime yeah. around April. Um, we took survey of the kids, and the kids that were in like those spring varsity sports and stuff really wanted their stuff to be part of the book you know so so how do you sign yearbooks for kids that are already seniors uh, you know they don't they, they just don't sign yearbooks they just don't do it no no and actually we get a lot of support from the teachers because <laughs> they, <laughs> they usually hate that part of the uh, uh. of the day i don't know how I, you know until somebody complains louder i guess then i it's probably just going to stay that way yeah i don't know it what's what's funny is that we sign yearbooks in junior high and we tell the kids, uh, put your last name, <laughs> put your last name, or at least the last initial or something. Because, you know, I, I go back to my old yearbooks and I look in there and I'm like, 
Fred who? (laughs) You know, it's probably a good buddy of mine. You know, I don't know who Fred is. And you go back through there and. So like like messages that say like, Zach, have an awesome summer. Lee. Yeah. Lee Bay. Yeah. Yeah, Call me. Lee Bay. Lee (laughs) Bay. Okay. Now you have to, you have to explain this. Lee Bay. Uh, now I forgot the real name. Oh, it, it, <laughs> no, we were we were searching for articles before the show started, and we saw this this name of a person, or and her name was L I B E, and oh, I'm like okay. Libe, Libe, <laughs> Libe. You've been playing too many fantasy games. Yeah, <laughs> Libe. Yeah, no, it's probably Libby, but it, sorry, Libby, I'm sure you're listening. So, uh, yeah, Libe. You get one I, angry I email, that, uh, kids. Did you do like L I B E E, Lib B? You know, I don't know. Things that we could change if I was only king. Okay, so uh, here's what we're doing. Would you stop following my cursor on the G? Jerry's playing games with me on the on the Google Doc. It's so a new game called Cursor Stalking. <laughs> I, I, I gotta, I'm winning. In case I gotta, you didn't know, <laughs> I have several friends who are police officers. So <laughs> do they down. listen to the show? No, I'll have to have them start. Okay, so our our title of the show today, now that we'll actually get to it, because we have to have some fun, uh, Will You, Wii You. Will You, Wii You. And it's just, just fun to say. So E3 was Monday. It started Monday. I think Aren't it just finished up to what? Aren't you going to ask? Ask what? What E3 stands for. Oh, <laughs> I hit my Wikipedia page. Awesome. You are awesome. Okay, what does E3 stand for? Well, the history of E3 began with its creation in 1995 and continued through its latest expo in 2011. <laughs> the conference was known as the Electronic Entertainment Expo from 95 to 2006. Then it was known as the E3 Media and Business Summit, and then they went back to Electronic Entertainment Expo in 2009. Gotcha. I was like, what's the three stand for? It's uh, the three E's. It's not E cubed three e's okay it's not e squared it's not e cubed it's just e3 and it's hosted where it is hosted in the building (laughs) of the e3 summit which is located all right who organized this page Uh uh-huh best place to hold bachelor parties what city vegas Okay, so it's in Vegas. I'll be yeah. there. I oh man, I just missed. Two, you just like, missed two it. weeks. Are, are you? You've already been? No, I'm Did going. You, you go to Vegas? Two weeks. You're going I to Vegas. Just missed. I've been there several well, times. I I'm sure there's some E3 crumbs left over. I'll I'll try to find them. Okay, find the crumbs. So E3 was start, started on Monday. I think it ended today, which is Friday, but this is Saturday's show. We record early, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it, it's basically a gaming. Uh, it's just all about games mm-hmm. and uh, electronic devices that deal with games. Now, there was something else that happened on Monday. Was it WWDC? What? Come on, look it up. WWDC. I can only type so fast. Some guy with a black shirt on did some announcements on Monday. Oh. Apple. Apple. Is it WWDC? WWDC. It... Apple gives away. Yeah. Yeah, so w- what does that stand for? Um, you see. The cloud. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the World Wrestling Disco Conference. Where's Apple Developer? Join us for preview. It's Apple Developer. Like, oh, yeah, it's okay. Developer. San Francisco. Conference. That's in San Fran, yes. The, the Developers Conference. 
Yeah, so uh, it's so Steve Jobs had his little shindig in San Francisco on Monday, same day that E3 started. It was sold out. What's that? WWDC. Yeah, all the fanboys and girls. It only cost fifteen hundred ninety nine dollars to go. Oh my god! Why? <laughs> they have more money than they want to do with it. They're charging people fifteen hundred dollars. All these, well, and most of them are, are, well, it's the developers, so I guess they get. It's they get some good paid for by companies. Yeah, the press goes too. So on on um, actually this week I was on the MacReach show with mm. uh, Kelly Demont and uh, uh, iPod's abilities Meg Wilson, mm. and that was a lot of fun. And we talked a lot about Apple, which is more than I'm normally talk about Apple because <laughs> I just don't have. Well, I have an iPad too now, so that's that's How are you fun. I have. An, I, I do I do like it a lot. It's it doesn't work with Google Docs very well. And, <laughs> And I guess I'm going to be on MacReach next week because we can answer that question nice. on, on some of those things like Google Docs and other programs and apps, I should say, apps that I would like to have on my iPad too. Now, we're, we're, you're being like me. You're getting me off focus here. So we had the WWDC, which mm-hmm. talked about Apple stuff, which we're going to talk about um, the iPad and then also something called Game Center. So on Monday or Tuesday, Nintendo released the the Wii U, mm-hmm. and Wii that's me? the replacement. No, Wii U, uh, Wii not U. me, Wii U, and they that's replacing Nintendo Wii. Okay, I think. And then, but they have a lot of devices. You know, the DS, the 3DS, and uh, the and the GameCube. So isn't this isn't the GameCube? Isn't this <laughs> kind of? Nintendo 64? Yeah. Oh, God. Great system. Uh, <laughs> used to play Mario Tennis. For like- I used to have to clean out the little cards. You blow on <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, blow on it. Okay. Those things Go ahead. Are brutal. Yeah. Um, so, but the, the Wii U, is this a, is this a replacement for the DS or it, it's, it's a Not system, the DS. It? It's, it's a home, it's a home, um, it's, a it's home like button. the, yeah, it's like the Wii. It's just the Wii U. Okay. And it has its own separate console. So can it be uh, mobile too? What's that? Can it be mobile too? Can you just take the console and run away or do you have to I think be so. at the home system? I think you have to I think you could do that, but you could do that with the Wii also. You just have to pack up everything and well, take you, it with you. But I was saying like could it be like a DS? Is it like something? Well, I see what you're saying. Okay, so we have the main console and uh-huh. then it has a device like the remote. It looks like a big uh you know, Nintendo uh, DS. Yeah, it's touch screen. Touch screen. It's got a touch screen. It looks like it's got a, a pen. Mm-hmm. It's got the the thumb controls. Yeah. And it, it's it's kind of it's really <laughs> it's basically like attaching a, a DS to your Wii. Hmm. And you know, it's one of those things that the interaction of it, and I guess it's it's what's very strange is that. You can have it's a big remote control, but you actually have your own screen in front of you. You can it looks like you can have the same thing that's on the on your television screen on your controller. You could also have you could be playing multiplayer, and maybe the people the other three people are doing a game on the on the television screen, and you have a whole separate console game. You have a whole separate side game within your remote. So there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities of what this can do. So I have a question for you. Yeah. General gaming question as I put you on the spot. Yeah. Um have touch screens caught up with you as a gamer yet? 
as an acceptable platform. Do you like playing on touchscreens, or does it depend on the game? It depends on the game. Uh, Angry Birds. Yeah. You know that, but that kind of bugs me too because, <laughs> like, my finger gets yeah. stuck or whatever, skips, and then no, I didn't shoot it. I didn't get pulled all the way back. Uh, that's a problem. And see, I have a I, see. I'm old school, and this is this is what's bad is that you know most kids are the console games, mm-hmm. and I can I can play console games. But I can't play first-person shooter games on the console. I'm not as good. I can't move the thumb. I can't target as quickly. I'm much better with a mouse and keyboard, and that's what I grew up with. These kids are growing up with, you know, the uh, c- console controllers. And yeah. But the kids that are growing up today are, are, are better with the console controllers, and they're better with the touchscreen because that's what they're growing up with. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I fought it for a long time. I was very... You know, I, I was always like, "Wow, how, how are you? You know, controlling this?" And my, I agree with you. My kids have no problems with them at all. Yeah, not like I can't function a touchscreen. I just mean like in the, you know, I wasn't as, is I guess as good in games with it. Right, right. Well, and I, I'm pulling this from Gizmodo, which is a wonderful website. If anybody, um, you know, likes places to go and get great news on technology, uh, I'm pulling it. They came up with a Nintendo Wii U FAQ. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wii U FAQ? Wii U FAQ? Okay. Uh, basically, it says, why is it special? Uh, there's a 6.2-inch full touchscreen, but not multi-touch touch controller with analog sticks, one D-pad, uh, four face buttons, I don't know, two shoulder buttons, and two triggers. Wow. There's a front-facing camera, microphone, and all the tilting and turning motion controls of the original Wii controller, too. Basically, it's a tablet-sized love. <laughs> I love this. Basically, it's a tablet-sized love child of the DS and Wii controller. There you go. Isn't that great? There you go. The love child. Okay, so it, it seems like, and they did a uh, they did a demonstration, and you can flick like they played uh, Aliens. You know the movie Aliens. I, I'm aware. Colonial Marines, you know, the mm-hmm. coming in there. So you're knocking down some aliens. But they were uh, flicking shurikens, uh, you know, little stars or whatever. <laughs> with the, they were throwing those with a flick of the controller. Oh, nice. So it looks like it's going to have ways of motion control. You're going to be able to aim and do other things by using that, that controller. Uh, and it also talks about how uh, you can sweep around to see enemies, an interactive map. And hack open doors in a kind of mini game mode. So it's it's it looks quite interesting. Interesting. So I know you just we just went on this whole rant about how you um, enjoy you know the computer platform more. But I, are you a Wii person? I, I like Wii? the Wii. I, I like the Wii. Uh, I play the Wii with my my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that, especially like I thought for as a first person shooter, it was going to be really good because it could line up with me. You know, and use the controller, and I could uh, play first-person shooters by standing up. And if anybody, I'm sure those people out there have tried it, playing like Call of Duty mm-hmm. on on the Wii using the Wii controller. Uh, number one, it doesn't look as good because the the Wii doesn't have as nice a graphics card as some of the other consoles. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not as accurate as what you think it would be. Mm-hmm. And that was frustrating. And then sometimes you had to do special moves, uh, and, and you got worn out. You'd almost pass out. Like it's just like you had to do repetitive moves, and like a soldier would attack you, and you had to do like a, a motion, like a quick motion, and do it as fast as you can. 
I'm not needing any visuals in my head, but <laughs> but you had to knock a soldier off because they were coming after you. And uh, I was like, I did that once. I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I, was, I need to take a break. <laughs> this isn't good. So wear you out. I have I have hope for the connect though. Yeah, I have hope for the connect, and they released some things. Uh, football, uh, Star Wars is going to be coming out with a game for connect. I know uh, Mass Effect Three is supposed to have connect uh, capability. Hmm. That that's going to be interesting. I see far more accuracy with the connect than I do with the Wii. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sure. And that's Every time be, it comes out, it'll probably get better. I'm sure. Yeah, and you know they can make updates to it and and, and such. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's this is interesting. So the Wii U is just a different type of controller. It just gives you a different angle in which to play a game, and it it looks pretty nice. I, I do mean, have some bad news for you. Oh, it says it is backwards compatible with Wii yeah. games. And now you can play the games. You can play those games. Yes. Right. It is backwards compatible. Uh, yeah. However, it is not backwards compatible with GameCube. No, yeah. So you are going to have to give Dang. that up. Dang. Uh, yeah, I got rid of mine a few years ago, actually. But that was, it was, it was nice. GameCube was wonderful. Yeah. Nintendo 64 was great. No, so you can play the older games. Yes. On the Wii games, I should say. They're not that much older. Well, and including uh, all the accessories, too. Wii yeah, controls, so you can't, chucks, right. balance board all work. Right, so all those things work. That's good, and that's I think they would upset a lot of people if they couldn't. Yeah, if they couldn't do that. So you could still use the Wii controllers, but I'm sure most people are going to want the the fancy dancy controllers, the nice touch. Well, it is touchscreen, yeah. Yeah. So not multi-touch. multi-touch. So it's kind of interesting. It's a touchscreen, but yet they have like a little uh, what is it? Scribe. Yeah. So I don't know what that's all about. I don't know. So it's it looks interesting. Uh, how it fit in the classroom? No idea. No. Not even. <laughs> no idea. Not even the start of a clue. I mean, it's some games. I mean, you could have some games with that. Well, I, I guess it wouldn't be how it fits in the classroom because there's so much Wii stuff for the classroom. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. I know our physical ed teachers go nuts, and our special ed our special ed department loves it too for some. Uh, for not for uh, I think we talked about this for like our severe yeah. more severely disabled students you know they get good good exercise and stuff out of it but right. um, so how's I wonder how that changes you know I wonder how that could be updated or changed just by the because I mean essentially you're changing the controller right right yeah I don't know that that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting I'm sure it would help some students and maybe not others but you know I'm looking at this it said they demoed uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, Ninja Gaiden. I'm sure those would be, you know, very useful in the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Good. Ninja Gaiden, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. I love that game. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So, any other things about the Wii U? There's still a lot of unknowns, um, costs and such. Can I just say it one more time? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Will you Wii U? Will you Wii U? Okay. So, uh, let's see here. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, forget the Wii U. <laughs> what says Jerry? Forget the Wii U. Yeah, uh, one up had an article about uh, iPad will offer uh, dual screen gaming this fall through the Apple TV. So I don't know how you're going to do this. They're showing like a racing game, and you can see the track. And I think the the iPad 
you can mm-hmm. turn and twist the, the iPad to drive it. Gotcha. So, yeah, Real Racing 2 HD on your TV with your iPad 2. That's very cool. There's This seems to be, um, like, so this is between um, the iPad and and what else? The TV? Yeah, so you're, you connect the... Your iPad 2 connects to the uh, Apple TV. Okay. And the Apple TV connects to your TV, and then you play the game, and the game goes on to your TV screen. That's pretty sweet. Which kind of goes along with, which kind of goes along with, um, the uh, Apple TV being able to mirror with your iPad 2. So if you have your iPad 2 and you have an Apple TV, you can mirror whatever is on your iPad 2 onto the screen. So would this work with games that are not only on your Mac TV, but like what? Are, I mean, what about games that are on the like a Mac Mini or something? I mean, that you had, you know, or just your your computer, your Mac computer? Could you do the same thing? I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know because I'm 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 not <laughs> I'm not I don't know about the Mac. I'm guessing the I'm I, I think the Mac Mini connects to the Apple TV. I, I'm sorry out there because I'm just not. I don't want to say something that I'm not 100% sure on, but I'm, I think all your Apple devices can connect to your Apple TV. Does that make sense? Do yeah. you know that? Yeah. Okay, so um, that is something that I definitely need to see. Okay. And I'm also seeing – go ahead. They're iPad titles, specific titles. Because so, I was asking, like, what about, what about okay. a specific title that's on your Mac? You know, like a – Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Could you then – you know, use the okay. So essentially, we're doing the same thing as the Wii thing we just talked about. Using then your iPad as a touchscreen controller, you know, as a dual screen kind of for the game. Right. So, but it's saying here, you know, the AirPlay mirroring. You know. Uh, so that's what it's doing. It's so, an iPad game, yeah, with this mirroring. Okay, so it's got to be set up specially special right. for that. I, I I could see, I could definitely see. The Max, I could see them taking that to the Max if they're not the max. already mm-hmm. on there. Because it, wouldn't you think that, oh, hey, I have a Mac Mini. Wouldn't it be great if I could take the game that's on my computer, maybe it's Civilization or whatever you're playing, mm-hmm. and it'd be nice if I could put that, throw that onto the TV screen mm-hmm. and just have it wirelessly do that through, yeah. through, the, um, through the Apple TV. Mm. So. We're just coming up with ideas for Apple right yeah. now. Yeah, you know, they, they can get in line right after Mark Zuckerberg to contact us because yes. there's a yes. long line. There's a long line. And my whole thing with the mirroring and um, is that <laughs> I went through my school to find the Apple TV can output HDMI, HDMI to DVI. There's a cable. You can have it go from HDMI to DVI. Mm-hmm. And it can also do component and there are no – I want to put this on the smart board. There are no projectors in my building that can, <laughs> that can take component HDMI wow. or DVI. Now, I do have access to – because we've basically got – we have an HDTV in the school, and I think I might be able to use that every once in a while, but it's not a, as big a screen. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is, is somebody just needs to buy me a, a pr- new projector. <laughs> and well, then, you know. Most of the new projectors have HDMI or DVI connections. Right. And then I can mirror whatever's on my iPad 2 onto the 
screen. And you know, teachers, schools that have iPads and are getting iPads, to, iPad twos, you know they're going to want to do this. Absolutely. You know they're going to want to do this. Yeah. So, okay, something else real quick about the gaming with the uh, the iPad two is that um, uh, Meg Wilson tweeted this out. On Live is a uh, gaming service. And a quick synopsis of this: You can have how do I how do I put, how do I put this? You can game. You can play the modern games that are out there on an older computer because what's happening is that these games are being hosted on their servers, and you're mm-hmm. playing it through your system or your TV. They actually have a little box for your TV, and you can you have an account. You can pay. I don't know if there's a subscription service or individual games but you can play those games on your on on multiple devices nice so what they have here i'm seeing a picture of this they're playing uh on live games using the on live controller and showing it on the ipad Hmm. so you could play the modern games using your ipad that would be sweet that yeah so ipad support for cloud gaming with optional bluetooth controller nice how how crazy would that be? I, I would like it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little side note there. We got a lot of stuff here. I know. We're thinking, oh, we'll just have a small show today. A huge list. Okay. So next one is Game Center. Okay. And this is part of the iOS uh, five, the new uh, new operating system for uh, iOS devices, mm. and Game Center is an area for social gaming. It's basically like a little, I don't know how to explain it, it's like a a little app, Mm -hmm. and you can purchase games through there, but you can connect with other players. So it's it's basically, it's they're keeping track of points, cumulative points system, and similar to the Xbox Live's gamer scores. So you're basically creating a gamer tag on the iOS devices, and you're keeping track of your points, and I don't know if they're, could be mix and matching. They're going to be, I guess, matching up your similar abilities with others with similar abilities, or you can play and, and hook up with your friends on certain games. Okay, nice. So kind of Xbox Live on your iPad. And a huge, huge uh, number of people, too. Game well, Center has attracted 50 million registered users. Yeah, I, I'm on there, but I barely use it. So okay. you know, I, I know that... Xbox Live is the same way. I mean, yeah, they have all these people that are on there, but how many people actively use it right. um, all the time? So that's that's going to be interesting. The other thing that they pointed out was that they were using um, uh, turn-based games. Okay. So I'm seeing like Civilization. You make a turn, and then you you know you wait until everybody's done. Um, I don't know if that's something where you know. Okay, somebody's taking a really long time. You can right. sign out of it and then, hey, I'm done now. <laughs> yeah, back in. Um, that's that's going to be interesting how that how that works out. But so socialized gaming on the, I, I guess it's a little bit better than what's on there now. And I really haven't gotten into it too much, the game center stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. Anything else you want to add on that one? Um. Do you have an Apple device? I have an iPad. Um, I mean, I have my Mac at home, and then I, I, I don't have an iPad. I don't know why I said that, if, <laughs> just because I want to. Um, I have an iPod, okay, um, which you know I got right before they got sort of really advanced. It's a touchscreen. 
model, um, and it's closer to one of the later generations. But um, <clears throat> I was stuck as to whether I wanted an iPhone or an Android-based phone, and right. I bought an Android-based phone three weeks before they released that's, the iPhone. And that, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it, it keeps me, you know, well-rounded. I would say well-versed. I like mine. Uh, yeah. Like- yeah. Okay. So I guess you can do Game Center on the iPods, but you might have to, or maybe iPhones. Um, but I don't know if yours is updated enough. Yeah, I think if, I could probably pull it off. Like the gaming on there is so limited to me because of the the size of the screen itself. Yeah. You know, I, big fingers. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> if I had an i iPad, it would be something different. Be a little different. Yeah. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be interesting, and I think developers would be get pretty excited about creating games that can fit on there through the game center. Yeah. So yeah, agreed. Okay. Okay, there's that one. Uh next one on our list. Okay. Man, oh man, how are we, <laughs> are we doing a time? Okay, so we're at thirty one. Okay, so um E three. So there was uh these awards handed out by IGN, which is Did we get one this year? What's that? Yeah. Uh huh. Ed Gamer. Ed Gamer, yeah. Mm. Uh, gaming education game reporting. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So that's you know, there's there's so many people in that category. <laughs> <laughs> I think we won by default. Uh, IGN Entertainment uh, Games. It's just uh, a, a nice website. I go there every once in a while. It's they had an award nominations. So I, I kind of skimmed through some of their award nominations and came up with some that have a possibility of going into the education realm. Once you. Uh, Start off with the first one there, Jerry. We've talked about that before. Puzzle Agent 2? <laughs> You're good. Go ahead. Wait. Puzzle Agent 2 is fine. Oh, oh, it was under uh, my cursor. I was trying to throw you off there. Go ahead, oh, Puzzle man. Agent, because that looks pretty cool. What do you want me to talk about? The crazy gnomes that make all this noise? Yeah. I would just recommend going to this website if you haven't been there. We'll leave the link up because this is, this is just creepy. Um, but I don't know. It, it seems like um, the 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 graphics are interesting, kind of more like a a cartoonish, yeah, type thing. But you know, still here on the main screen, he is holding a gun. So yeah, so we got to be careful. But he's an FBI agent, so mm-hmm. so he's allowed to have guns. He's, he's allowed to have guns. Yes. I, I never played the first puzzle agent. I did not. I but it looks like he's a he's a puzzle agent for the FBI. He's a puzzle and agent. Yeah, so the guy goes oh, and, go. and solves mysteries by solving puzzles, mm-hmm. and it looks some of the puzzles look pretty cool, uh, very uh, t- totally different. It's not you know, it's it's not your typical puzzles. Very creative puzzles. I think kids would get a kick out of that. You're trying to solve yeah, solve mysteries. It's fun. It looks fun. Uh, Agent Nelson Tethers just solved the biggest case of his career. So why there is he go. satisfied? There's still the case of a missing eraser factory foreman. A whispering madness, that's the gnomes, is still creeping from mind to mind, and a troubling recurrence of creatures is lurking into the town. They use more ellipses and sentences than I do. <laughs> that was out of control that's there. Nice. I that's had awesome. trouble reading it. Um, awesome. But it looks it, – it, what platform? Um, isn't this I, iPad? iPad, I think PC, mm-hmm. and I think Mac too. Yeah, I would imagine Mac. So yeah, it's got a, it's got a lot of uh, it, it can be on multiple devices: Mac, PC, iPad, oh. and iPhone. Yes, you are correct. 
So very cool. Right there in the middle of the main page. Yeah, another one that's getting a lot of uh, a lot of love is we've talked about before Star Wars: The Old Republic, mm-hmm. uh, and that's big MMO, mm-hmm. and that's be coming out eventually. Who knows when? I see this as one that, you know, I know that uh, uh, our friends, some of our friends out there in the gaming world use. Uh, are you kidding me? What? Oh no! <laughs> What's the gnomes? Oh. <laughs> oh my god! That freaked me out. That freaked me out. <laughs> I'm not sure if the people in the podcast can hear that. We need no. to somehow get this noise across. Oh my goodness, that is so that is so freaky. We need like they have on radio like the clipboards, you know, where we can just yeah. kind of like click it. Oh my goodness! Then every time one of us says something stupid, we can just click the little yeah. You know, it's like that's not bad. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm a professional gnome speaker. I think we've come up with a lot of clips this week. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah. So, so Star Wars Old Republic, uh, I think could be World of Warcraft. It could be uh, a type of World of Warcraft that could be placed within certain classrooms, certain school districts that that allow that. Uh, we've, like I said, we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. It's it's just another one. I think it's one that can fit because it's not. I don't think it's going to be grossly graphic mm-hmm. as an MMO, um, unlike. Some other games that are out there. It's not like you can play Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. Star yeah. Wars always has a nice way of dealing with violence. I would yeah. say. Yeah. So you know that's that's something that could be looked upon. Uh, go ahead and do the next one there. The Incredible Machine. Okay. The Incredible Machine. This looks this looks interesting. It's um, so this is it from the i the i market or what have you. I, <laughs> iTunes. The iTunes market. <laughs> the i market. Uh, they sell eyes. I, I, I hate they call it like the iTunes market because then it sounds like music, you know. And I buy everything for the iTunes market, so I don't. It's know, actually really under iTunes. It. <laughs> it's under iTunes mean. Preview. Okay. Okay. Um, this game is crazy addictive and fun. The best physics puzzler out there. Interesting. Okay, uh, that was a customer review. Oh, how about that? Named one of the best 150 games of all times. Um, so this is like the Rube Goldberg kind of thing, right? Building multiple machines. Yeah. Looks like it. It looks reminds looks me of cool. uh, the board game Mousetrap as a kid. Did you ever play Mousetrap? Yeah. I loved Mousetrap. Very, very cool. Kid. So physics probably what? Because you're shooting things, flying things, making things, you know, fall where they're supposed to and, you know, uh, cause and effect, I guess, right? Yeah. Simple simple graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh very looks <laughs> looks very easy to set up and grab whatever whatever device or little um, machines little things that you want to add within the puzzle. So you just want to like one of these is get the mouse home. It's got different levels, and you just need to start adding devices within the within the area to make the mice go home. So yeah, looks very good. Hey. Did you see who wrote that review? No, who? Wii U. Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we you. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> wow. Incredible. Okay, so Incredible Machine and that's on the iPad. Mhm. 2.99. 2 that's oh. a mere $3, which actually isn't that bad cuz usually those games last you just until I I think most people end up being bored of the game before they finish these games. Kind of like Angry Birds. I had to leave it behind before I even beat the whole game cuz I was just like I can't shoot birds anymore. <laughs> I can't shoot birds. 
Uh, it's illegal in some states. Okay. Yeah, most. Mm. Most. Okay, the last one that we saw here from uh, the IGN uh, IGN website and kind of their list of games to look out for, and, and they had some nominations from the E3 from E3 was Prime World. Now this one looks sweet. Is like it's blowing my mind. Um, it is a. It's just a persistent. It looks like a persistent world. It's an MMO. Um, says, welcome to Prime World, where you reign as ruler castle, assemble a personal army, imposing heroes and outfit them for war, shape your palace in a creative castle building game, conquer foes and maneuver treacherous society politics. Other dynamic features in the social strategy game include, and it goes through, you know, controlling your heroes through PvP, that's player versus player, um, build personal military, terraform the environment, solve fun action puzzles, uh, to help teammates master your own castle, build and develop everything within uh, your castle walls, tap into tactical mind, need a plan to reign supreme, uh, and collaborate. This is the part that gets me. It's like, how are they doing this? And it's it's through the engineer, but collaborate and compete with real fa- friends via mobile devices and social networks. Castle building gameplay is developed on the Unity 3D engine, allowing you to play on the run via Android and iOS-enabled devices, and you can tap into your Facebook friends uh, list to immediately have allies and foes to deepen your experience in Prime World. Wow. So now it may not have full educational value, but kids can play in class, which is always good. (laughs) It's on mobile devices. It's on mobile devices. I can play on my phone. Help me. We need to defeat the, the evil Wii U. Wii U. <laughs> so um, the graphics in this look amazing. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a, a very – who knows when this thing is going to come out. But this is kind of the the edge of the next type of technologies for games mm-hmm. where it's – you know, I know Microsoft was, was doing this a little bit with their, their Windows Phone where you could play some games on your Xbox and then pull it up on your Windows phone. Um, they have connections with their Xbox Live accounts on their phones. This this is taking um, it's taking it to all different platforms. Hmm. So they're covering all bases here. You know, I don't know if you can play specifically um, on the computer or. Do, do you have to play certain things on the computer and only some things on the on the mobile devices? I don't know. Can you yeah. play all of it maybe on the iPad and then yeah. decide you want to go? I mean, it opens up a lot of different possibilities, but, man, they're covering a lot of bases to hit a wider audience. Speaking of wider audience, um, did you see this little thing on gender roles on the website? No. where This is that? interesting, the link that you took me to here. If you scroll down, there's a giant highlighted green box. That says gender roles, <clears throat> and now this interests me because when I did all my stuff with uh, virtual worlds, and like we're going to do again in the fall here, uh, it's amazing how many people, you know, how blurred gender starts to get when you're talking about avatars and things like mm-hmm. that. So, okay, here's what it says: gender roles. Tackling the question, tackling the gender question is always tricky. Most companies ignore the issue, as in Call of Duty, or enforce blanket equality. Uh, Bioware's RPGs, but Nival is that it? Nival, Nival. The company name, whatever it is. Oh, uh, not it's not naval. Not naval. Uh, okay. Naval or night? Yeah. Naval. Uh, naval. All right. Uh, either way, <laughs> they're going full steam ahead and trying Wee-oo. your real life, tying your real life gender to gameplay. We spoke with Epic Games producer 
Tanya Jessen to get a hardcore female gamer's perspective on the issue. This is her quote. I love the idea that people are thinking outside the box as far as getting men and women playing together, Jessen says. I'm battling with that every day. It's so funny in my household. Both me and my boyfriend are gamers, and we always want to play games together. There are so few cooperative games that we can play in the same space. At the same time, the claims of sexism that come up at any time you don't have 100% parity between men and women is a concern. At its core, I don't agree with the idea of because I've signed up as a female, now I'm pigeonholed into playing a type you think I should play, she explains. Mm. Outside the obvious concern about being shunted off into a secondary role, Justin is largely positive about the ideas behind Prime World. She likens Prime World's approach to class-based MMOs, which have traditionally held broad appeal for female gamers. The explicit references to gender in Prime World's design may have hidden benefit for non-gamers, though, according to Justin, could be a real boon for a woman who's never gamed before. The recognition that, oh, this is for me, but it's kind of hard to say because nobody's done it before, so it'll definitely be interesting. Hmm. That is interesting. What about the guys that play as girls? That's also interesting. You you see that a lot with, <laughs> you do with see avatars. You see it a lot with avatars, yeah. And you know, I just tried out. Uh, I'm demo demoing Dungeon Siege Three, which is you can get a demo of that on Steam, mm-hmm. and it's 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 quite interesting. But you know, there's for the demo, you can choose a guy or a girl, and I really didn't care that it was a girl. It's just that was the type of character that I wanted. It was more of a magical mm-hmm. type of character rather than you know a paladin, you know, just a brute force uh, grunt uh, that the guy was playing. So I picked the girl. It I think those that play like in World of Warcraft and in games like that, they're not as concerned about, you know, playing a female as much as 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 might have been looked upon many years ago. Yeah, and that's that's kind of interesting. <sighs> Some guys just play the, the the female characters just to play the female characters, and that's that's just yeah. There you go. <laughs> this is I'll just leave it at that. This is an interesting conversation for me, mostly because I like when you do and you know in art we we talk about a lot of gender issues and things like that as well with self-expression but you know what used to be only an mmo thing or a virtual world thing which is like you pick your your identity and then you know you pick it in the game to play that game right and then you get different identities for different games but now with all these online and you know cloud based things it's almost like like i signed into the the playstation network the other day which is finally back up Giving me free games, which is nice. Um, not enough. Not enough for you to pay for all the time you were off, or my stolen identity. But they, um, <laughs> they, you know, then I have an avatar there too. It's like my login, my sign in, you know. And it seems like it's becoming so. Um, I don't know. You're, you, it's getting bigger and bigger. Where essentially every time you're signing into something, you're not just a screen name anymore. You know, yeah. you're, you're really putting your identity into just about everything. So. It's really all of it's becoming virtual worlds. It's getting yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's yeah identity. Maybe that's something to talk about another time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain um, avatar picks that I use. There's certain names that I use within games, and people start to get to know you by those names too. Yeah, yeah that's a whole that's a whole other conversation. I bet I know who brought down the Sony network. Uh oh. Will you? Will you? Wii U, <laughs> Wii U brought it down. Wii U. <laughs> well, you know, it's Nintendo. He probably did it just to you know, more business or something. More business. <laughs> more business. Yeah, they'll kick him out of there. <laughs> Get people mad at Sony and they'll come to Nintendo. It's that damn Mario again. <laughs> okay, so 
on that note, uh, I think that's it. All right. We're, we're done dogs. Thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer Podcast. We you. Uh, please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and posts, blog posts, 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 posts on the Edreach network. That was not good, Jerry. That just didn't do that. Hey, just to let those listeners out there know that you can find – we're putting the notes on the wiki, so all these links will be on the wiki. Wiki, 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 wiki. So have a great week. And watch out for the gnomes. Sure, sure, sure.